Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the complexity of managing your construction financing. You might own a parcel of land, free and clear. You've got a construction project planned for your property, and you know that you'll eventually have to get a construction loan. Securing a construction loan can be a lengthy process, and it's tempting to get a head start of construction, even before you get the loan, in order to save time. But contrary to what might seem like common sense, this time-saving tactic could ultimately cost you time and delay your project significantly. See, it has to do with the lender's security. We often speak about construction lender holding the first lien position. They're the senior debt holder. That means they're in the first position when it comes to the payout of the mortgage secured on title. But as it turns out, the lender is not actually in first position. There's a few players potentially ahead of the lender when it comes to order of payment. At the top of this list is the government. They need the property taxes paid in full. The water bill associated with the property falls just behind the property taxes in most jurisdictions, and it's also ahead of the lender. So make sure you pay your taxes and your water bills. Make sure that's all up to date. But next in line ahead of the lender are contractors. A mechanics lien will get paid out before a lender. It might not come as any huge surprise that the lender who holds first position wants to protect that senior position status, and they don't want to allow any other player to jump in line in front of them. So the lender will search title at the time of the loan approval, and again on the day of closing to make sure that nothing has crept onto the property records that could jeopardize their senior position in the payment priority. The property owner, who wants to get a jump start on construction, may compromise the lender's position if they allow any work to be done on the property of any kind. This is because any contractor or subcontractor retains the right to file a mechanics lien. So you, as a property owner, will be required as part of your loan documents to sign a no-work affidavit. This affidavit says that you, as the property owner, certify and guarantee that no work has been done on the property, and that promise is usually enough for the lender to feel safe that there's no chance of a contractor filing a mechanics lien. But let's say you're not in a position to sign the no-work affidavit work has been done on the property, and signing that piece of paper would in fact be an act of perjury. In that case, the lender will probably decline the loan. If you paid a fee to the lender to underwrite the loan, which is very common in commercial loans, that loan application fee, which could be tens of thousands of dollars, would in fact be forfeited. You'd need to start again with another lender, but you still have the same problem. Alternately, the lender may require you to terminate all existing construction contracts, sign a sworn statement that all the contractors have been paid, and then wait until the statute of limitations expires for any contractor to file their lien. The statute of limitations will vary from one jurisdiction to another. For example, in the state of Texas, Texas requires parties to file a mechanics lien by the 15th day of the fourth month, after the month in which the lien claimant last furnished labor and materials to the project. So you just delay your project by four months, if this was happening in the state of Texas. In New York State, the statute of limitations is eight months. In Ontario and Canada, that period is 60 days, and you've got 90 days to start a court action. So if you are hoping to get a jump start, you'll be virtually guaranteeing that nothing will happen on your project site for months as you wait for that statute of limitations for mechanics liens to expire. You've also had a lot of complexity to the lender's underwriting. You see, a construction loan always requires an equity contribution from the borrower. 
and a portion of that equity contribution might be the land itself, but the overall construction project itself is backed by a sworn statement of construction. This is a detailed budget which is furnished by the general contractor and it's further certified by the architect. All of this has to be done at the time of loan underwriting, and the value of the land is confirmed by the appraisal and it could be part of your equity contribution. But there's no mechanism for the lender to recognize any work performed by the owner prior to the sworn statement of construction as part of that equity contribution. It doesn't form part of the land appraisal, so there's no way for you to get credit or recognition for that money that you spent. So there's a good chance that that money you spent ahead of the construction loan will not be recognized by the lender as a legitimate expense towards the overall construction project. That includes even the demolition of existing structures on the property. So before you consider performing any work on a site before the official start of a construction project, you want to consult with your construction lender on their process for the no work affidavit. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.